Hi everyone, Josh Wasta here. Before we start the brand new graphically novel project, Rec Conversations, just a couple of housekeeping notes. First of all, when we were recording this, we didn't have our theme yet, which you will hear in one second done by our house band Vandello, and specifically with vocals by Jared Adam and it is awesome. Uh, second of all, obviously, due to the nature of the show, this is going to be full spoilers. Duh. So if you don't want spoilers for the comic storyline that we are talking about, well, then there you go. Don't listen. Or listen later. Read and then listen. I like that better. Uh, thirdly, if you're looking to be a guest, if you have a comic book storyline, if any of you uh, are interested in contacting us, uh, retconversations at gmail.com. Well, enough of me. Let's get back to, well, me. Take it away, Vandello. A little wreck conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little fight, baby, is what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural, the beginning, the first episode of Ret Conversations. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fieri. Uh, and uh, I'd love to introduce you to my wonderful co-host, Leigh Cameron. Hi, everybody. Hey, so... <laughs> So uh, if you are just tuning into this and have absolutely no idea what uh, the basis of this show is, um, welcome. Uh, we aren't even really 100% sure what we're doing either. But Where the, where the fuck am I? <laughs> uh, that is our guest, Mike Tomzak of <laughs> Little Twin Publishing. Hey, hi, how are y'all? He's actually, the reason that we have him on as the first guest is he's the reason for this whole oh, show. Uh, but we will get into that in a second. I do want to mention that auditing our first show, uh, who is not a regular part, but is part of the graphically novel uh, family, my lovely wife, uh, the Baronessa Jennifer Howland is here. Hi, everyone. So she may be uh, making peanut gallery comments. Oh, count on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, Mike. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so interesting. So It's going to be good. <laughs> so how this all started was uh, back in the day, in the before times, when we could all gather in places called bars. Y'all remember places, right? Places yeah. were so cool. Uh, there was a place called the Imperial Oak, uh, which is a wonderful brewery uh, in the Chicagoland area that we were all at. And Mike, at one point, it was that the Civil War movie was going to come out. And Leigh and I, who are comic book nerds, were kind of talking about, okay, well, this is where they've gone with it. But And I was talking about how I actually really like the comic book Civil War, and Leigh was telling me I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, that's exactly how that conversation <laughs> And then Mike said, okay, okay, for those of us that don't understand, explain yeah. Civil War to me. Yep. And then I took a that deep was, breath. And that was a mistake. Great <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Hey>, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took yeah. out my PowerPoint and I was like, all right, right, make yourself comfortable. Get yourself a second round of beer. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have a beer right now. I made another mistake. No. <laughs> So uh, we explained Civil War, and if you look at our logo, that is the lovely Mike <laughs> and his expression halfway through us explaining the Civil War. 
the comic book Civil War plot. Uh, years have gone by since then, but it, it it's such a fond memory in our group of friends. Uh, and Leia and I kept talking about doing it. And then once we started Graphically Novel, I mean, we we're already kind of in that area. Uh, and so Leia was like, I would love to just talk, do this, to have people ask us about weird comic book plots and then we explain them. And I'm like, all right, you let <laughs> me know when, when we want to commit to this idea. So we're doing it for a season. We'll see. Because man, the things that we're going through this season. We'll talk about that at the end. Now, yeah. I would also like to add that one, I have totally and absolutely forgotten every fucking thing <laughs> of bit of madness that you two have told me uh, in that, in that, uh, during that time. Two, I still don't read comic books. So any of y'all like that are listening, I don't know. I've, 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 I've literally before the show started, we talked about the only comic book series, and I was told I was wrong uh, about this. That they it's are graphic of, novels. It's a graphic novel. Um, is the only thing that I have ever read completely all the way through is Mouse, um, which is a real. Um, you know, lighthearted story as everyone who's read story. it knows. Yeah, it's a oh, real yeah, no, fucking thing. Yeah, it's um, like Watership Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! You know, so so th- uh, uh, thankfully we won't be doing that, um, you know, but we're going to be doing a little bit more fun, happy things. But I don't know anything about comics. Uh, the only thing I've seen is that, like, Leia was nice enough to most of the time drag me kicking and screaming at first. But eventually I warmed up to uh, the MCU movies. Um, <laughs> but I know that those are not the comics. Right. So for all of y'all listeners uh, out there, I really just don't, I, I, I don't fucking know comics. I don't, I, I don't particularly give a fuck about comics either. I, I'm sorry. I know that it's super cool. I know that people enjoy them, but for all intents and purposes, so that all of you know out there, I don't know fucking fuck all about this shit. So there we go. <laughs> there we have it. <laughs> Awesome. So the format of this show is going to be thusly. Uh, Lay and I will trade off on who is the explaining host. They have done a deep dive into the comic. Both of us have read it, but they've done a deep dive into the comic and kind of written out a structure of explaining how things happen in chronological order. At any time, our guest has, and, and eventually I may actually do like some sort of sound effect or something. <laughs> uh, an air horn. An air wow. horn. <laughs> yes. It's just a rap air horn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to ask a question, clarification, what the fuck, who thought this was a good idea, whatever the question may be, the guest has full rights to pull the emergency brake on the show and ask a question. The person that answers that question is the host that's not doing the full explanation. <laughs> uh, in this case, uh, today I will be explaining, Leia will be the explanation. Uh, if she needs a lifeline, she can always reach out to me, but uh, that is my time. Phone to a friend. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end, we will, uh, so we'll try, I will try in my explanation to kind of keep my opinion of the story out to just kind of say, this is, this is why the other hosts who could fully talk about their opinions uh, <laughs> is throughout. And then at the end, I will give my, this is kind of my history with it. And this is what I think of the comic. The guest at the end will tell us how good of a job we did, or if they're just ah, more confused. Ah. <laughs> I'm sure y'all are going to do great. <laughs> so that is I, expect, I expect nothing but the best. <laughs> Today we will be doing, as we did so many years ago, Civil War. Uh, 
which uh, was uh, an ongoing series. It was a seven-issue series. Uh, it was supposed to be six parts, went seven, uh, from 2006 to 2007. So, um, away we go. So... <laughs> <laughs> we start by following the new warriors they are oh, a stop who the yeah. fuck is that thank you <laughs> so the new warriors oh sorry go ahead leia who are the new warriors the new warriors are a <clears throat> excuse me um, they are a kind of, uh, I would say, slightly lesser known uh, superhero team. Um, they've got, gosh, let me see if I can remember who was in it. Um, the important person that was in it was um, Nitro, um, who basically his... <laughs> his, his like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop you for a second. Nitro was the villain. Okay, so is this like a fucking wish.com knockoff of the Avengers, basically? <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So they're, they're, I'm sorry, they were fighting Nitro. He was not in the, in the new warriors, to be clear. They were one of the people that he was fighting or that they were fighting uh, was Nitro. Uh, Nitro's superpower is that he can like explode. (laughs) Sick. Moving on. (laughs) So this particular incarnation of the new warriors actually started in June, 2005. Um, and was basically put together specifically to do this to them in civil war. Um, and the idea of the New Warriors is they are a C-level superhero team that is running a reality show where they have a camera crew with them like cops. Wait, what? What the fuck? Really? Because oh, yeah. there was, keep in mind too, this is what, two, you said 2006. This yeah. Is- that this started so it was like kind of the heyday of reality shows oh and that was kind of the the thing that they were going for was like yeah because remember when that was like a huge thing that was kind of what they were i don't know i kind of blacked out during that time and didn't really watch a lot of television so sure but i mean i I believe i understand i was in college at that point so (laughs) yeah to give you an idea of the the level of heroes these are this is speedball namorita who is namor's cousin microbe and the night thrasher (laughs) yeah and the superhero team that they come across and start fighting are cobalt man cold heart speed freak and nitro so there's speed freak and speed ball yes Yes. Obviously, they're... don't think too hard on it. There's also a young Avenger named Speed, but we're that's for another episode. Yes. I, what? I, okay. I'm sorry. Continue, please. <laughs> uh, at this point, they bust in. Big fight. Superhero fight. I'm not going to describe the fights in any of these because but, it's just it's superhero fight. But why? Is it just like, yo, you're a superhero. I'm a superhero, but I'm cooler than you. No, I'm cooler than you. No, ah, no, no. Meh, 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 meh. Like... The- Cobalt they're, they're Man through Nitro are, are villains that they have found. Oh. Who are literally hanging out in a house. Well, so kicking it. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. So they bust <laughs> in with their camera crew. Uh and <laughs> that's a felony, but okay. Start, start fighting all of the supervillains. Uh at one point, Namorita, uh Namorita confronts Nitro, uh, who is a Captain Marvel villain, who says, you're playing with the big boys now and does his exploding power. Except normally his exploding power is like, I don't know, like a grenade. This Uh is like a nuclear bomb. Okay. Uh, It goes off in in Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, It kills 612 people, uh, including- Including an elementary school. Yes. Oh, all that. Yeah, because America really gives a shit about those. But moving on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so uh, after that happens, the A-list superheroes show up for cleanup and and trying to find, uh, you know, survivors. Uh-huh. Um, 
including the X-Men who show up and there are immediately, as they are there, Sentinels that land uh, because the U.S. government at this point in Marvel Comics has deemed that the X-Men need to be monitored at all times by Sentinels. So Okay, I'm just going to let that hang. Sure. So they go through and they, uh, you know, they they find survivors, but they're all talking about, is this the straw, you know, that broke the camel's back? May, may I intercede for just a second? Sure. Mike? Yeah. The Sentinels are big brother. This is the government watching a group of people doing what they do because the government doesn't trust them. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Like, I, I figured that. Like, I figured that, like, you know, that there's, like, the Sentinel. I mean, I've watched enough X-Men as a child to be like, yeah, Sentinels are back. Although... That's these, kind sentinels, of where I'm at. these sentinels are actually piloted by human beings. Yes, they're if not that robots. Makes, That's very important. If that makes any sort of difference. I don't give one corn chip of a fuck, but sure. <laughs> it's like Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. So like, well, at least they got a little bit of skin in the game. Yes. If like, if they want to get like crazy, like, you know, like their homeboys might get smoked. It's not like drones now. Right. Like right. it's not the like right. robot army. It's there's, there's actual people right. in there. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, sure so then we uh quickly see kind of the american public's response to it including a scene where she hulk is on larry king talking <laughs> about well police officers have to have training and a badge so why don't superheroes there should be training and okay. regulation well i'm gonna stop you right there because there's a whole bunch of shit that is obviously <laughs> Since this was written obviously before Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement, we can all see that that's not really how this works in reality. But okay, sure. I'll let, sure. If that's going to be the the real launching point for all of this, sure. Go for it. Okay. So there's a memorial service for everyone who died in Stanford, and uh, Tony Stark attends. And as he's walking out, um, a grieving mother of one of the, the elementary school children spits in his face for financing the Avengers, who are an example of the vigilante lifestyle. She blames him because the Avengers basically encouraged the new warriors to go off and do shit that they shouldn't have done. Yeah, fuck you, Tony. <laughs> I've been uh, saying. <laughs> Meanwhile, Johnny Storm arrives for a date. Who? Who the fuck? Okay, I just want to, I'm going to stop you right now. You know that you have like introduced like a billion people so far. And I know that you haven't even started the fucking story, but who the, who the fuck is this person? The the thing about, uh, the thing about civil war is this is going to happen every other sentence. So, uh, <laughs> cause there's like a billion people. Johnny storm is, um, he's, he's the, he's, he's in the, the fantastic four. Oh, human torch. Yeah. oh, that's why I don't know them because you know, yeah. I know that's that because they... we, we, the, there, there aren't any fantastic four movies, Mike. Yes. Not there aren't any ever... fantastic. All of you listening. There is no Fantastic Four films. All right, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> At no point have they ever adapted that into television. Too film. bad. Too bad. <laughs> Maybe one day they will. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> He's the little match boy. Yes. Oh, okay. He can light himself on fire and flies. Uh, and important to the story, he is Sue Storm's brother. So the Fantastic Four are Reed Sue Richards, Storm is who's going to be very woman. important. Whoa, well, okay. There was a lot just said. Hold on. <laughs> Storm, different. Sue Storm, different than Storm from the X-Men. Yes. Correct. Sue Storm is the is she's she's invisible. That's that's her her thing. That's her deal. Well, not always. Right. Not always. Well, no, she yeah, not always. always. <laughs> she can be invisible. What the fuck? Okay. Um regular regular Storm, just Storm is a is a badass character. Yeah, she's a badass. We love her. 
um she that's a that's a whole thing for another day it's not the same but sue storm is the is johnny storms mike sister. i'm i'm just gonna say we aren't even past the first page here so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the option i will pause the recording right now if you need to go and get yourself a beer <laughs> yeah hold on I think that's a good call. <laughs> yep i'm gonna yeah. pause it uh, right hold now on. audience hold we'll on. be right back mike you're back you got a drink yeah okay take a sip <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to explain real quick who the Fantastic Four are because it will it will very much tie into this story. I'm I'm I recording sh- my grief. Yes. <laughs> So you start with Reed Richards. He's a dude that looks like John Krasinski. His uh, his ability is being able to like elongate him. Like basically his body is rubber and he can uh, stretch and whatever. Oh, I'm sure his partners enjoy that, but okay, Indeed. moving on. And in fact, speaking of his partner, he is married to Sue Storm. That is oh. his wife. She is ah. the invisible woman. She can turn invisible or she also has force fields. Her brother is Johnny Storm, who is the human torch. He can light himself on fire and he can fly. Uh, there is a fourth member of the Fantastic Four and that is the thing. He really doesn't factor into this story at all, but he's big and orange and rock and you may have seen him in things because he's probably the most famous member of the Fantastic Four. It's also canonically Jewish. Also, yes. One of one of the very few Jewish characters in the <laughs> I'm MCU. here for Jew. Subscribe for more. <laughs> It's so, good for good for all of them. Okay. Johnny Storm, who is also like a famous, like he's famously a uh, uh, playboy. Like he, he's always. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because if you had superpowers, yeah. you know. Uh, so he shows up at a club and he's late for a date and the, he skips the entire line up to the front and the bouncer just opens it up and says, uh, quote, because we're in 2006, Paris and Lindsay are waiting for you upstairs. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, that hasn't aged well, but okay. No. And as that is happening, someone in line uh, questions why he gets to be let in when, you know, they've been waiting for hours. And his response is, quote, tell you what, gorgeous, next time you save the world from Galactus, you can borrow my free pass, okay? Which gives you a good idea of who Johnny Storm is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a real fucking winner. But all right, yes. moving on. Well, the crowd then asks, how about the next time you blow up a school and kill a bunch of kids? Ooh, spicy response. Yeah, the crowd was not having it. The crowd was not having that at all. (laughs) And the line then turns ugly, smashes a bottle over Johnny's head, and beats him into a coma. (laughs) (laughs) Got that coming to you, you piece of shit. All right, cool. (laughs) Fucking power to the people over here. (laughs) Meanwhile... Back at the Baxter building, which is where the Fantastic Four normally are. It's their fortress, it's their base. Uh, Reed Richards uh, is hosting a large superhero meeting where they're discussing a piece of legislation that's already been introduced to Congress called the Superhero Registration Act, which is about to be voted on. Okay. Uh, there are that's, several that's, arguments. That's oh, not how that's not how laws pass, but okay, I, I'm, I'll allow it. That's fine. That's, that's okay. Like they would have known this pre... Okay, I'm not even going to fucking try. It's fine. <laughs> You've watched you, you watch Civil War, so it's it's kind of like that, but a little different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, is this now? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have a, I have a serious question though, like, yes. because this is me as a from me knowing the haptic feedback of like what comic books are. Okay. The Mutant Registration Act is this a separate piece of legislation in the universe of, of yes. superheroes? Yes. 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 But why would they need that? Don't you think that's kind of redundant? The because Mutant not Registration Act. The same books Sorry. at the same time. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Say that one more time. No, I was I was joking. I just said uh, not everybody's reading the same books at the same time. There has to be some kind of registration act in, in any given book at any given time. Oh, okay. So that's really the answer? Sure. <laughs> uh, 
the mutant registra- registration act technically in Marvel never passed. It was a big thing. And we'll get into that because the X-Men are like approached in this whole storyline and they they really bring that up. They have some uh, thoughts and feelings about that for sure. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, but for this, this is basically like they know it's being drafted in the house right now and it's about to go up to, to basically be sped through Congress. Okay. Because that's what you want to do. Yeah, obviously. I mean, because we've seen in American society that, you know, we're only reactionary and we only make laws when, you know, bad things happen. But I mean, who's to say? Whatever. It's fine. Hey, this is look, fine. It's it's superhero registration, not something trivial and unimportant like COVID relief. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Or Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So um, throughout this, there are a lot of different conversations that are kind of happening at this party that the the book goes through. So you can just see people talking. So you find out that Dr. Strange will have a compromise because he's not technically, I mean, he is an American citizen, but they have, he has uh, whatever his temples are all over the world. So he's kind of an ambassador to magic land. Like they're, they're (laughs) not. What? Okay, sure. All right, I'll allow that. Okay, moving on. No, just, just don't yeah. even fucking answer. Just keep going. Well, keep I'm in sorry. mind, this is just an American, this is just a, a United States thing. Unlike the movie Civil War, where it was the United Nations. So this is just the United States. And in fact, some um, some superheroes leave and go to like Canada and France uh, to be like, go fuck yourselves. Seems legit. So uh, Luke Cage and Wasp. Uh, Luke Cage is pretty uh, pretty well known. He's bulletproof. Yeah, uh, yeah, had, I, yeah, 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 yeah. He I've had seen. a badass Netflix show. Yes, he did have a badass Netflix show. That's true. I watched uh, that Wasp, Netflix show. Wasp is is Janet Van Dyne, who is uh, married to Ant Man. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she could shrink. Uh-huh, Technically yeah. a mutant, but they never talk about it. Okay. Uh, so they're discussing the utter ridiculousness of superhero civil servants. And uh, like what it's going to be like to be a superhero, but also have a pension and vacation time. (laughs) (laughs) My 401k. (laughs) (laughs) That's all part of this. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Patriot, who uh, you will see soon, um, is is basically a, a mini Captain America is the best way to describe Patriot. Okay. Black. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Um, yeah. Floats There's the a, idea. A, of, actually has a very yeah. cool storyline, but we will discuss that later. Okay. Okay. Uh, just uh, he brings up. He kind of floats the idea of well, what if we all go on strike. <laughs> Okay, that would have been a cool storyline. Okay, okay. I'm assuming well, that doesn't happen. Well, no, to which everybody else is like, and then the supervillains just basically destroy like everything. All okay, is- so so no one at any given point goes, maybe we should get a supervillain registration act going. Nobody what? thought of that. <laughs> Nobody thought, hey, maybe these guys fucking suck. Maybe we should arrest them, not the people that are actively trying to save humanity from. Well, they're always getting arrested. They just always yeah. escape. Fuck you. Moving on. <laughs> we, sir, we do not make the news. We just report it. Right. <laughs> Tony Stark then compares the tragedy in Stanford to an alcoholic's moment of clarity. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, about that. Oh, God. Oh, okay. God, oh, God. That's, that's, that's not, um, that's, ooh, that's a spicy uh, way to go, but sure. It's certainly a take. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so then Spider-Man arrives and basically starts talking about, okay, well, we don't even know how many heroes, if this passes, are just going to hang up their tights and be done. And like, oh, okay, so what I do is now illegal unless I work for the government. I don't want to work for the government. I'm just done. Okay. That's a very uh, libertari- libertarian uh, stance, but all right, that's legitimate. Okay. Well, all right. And his, yeah, yeah. his main point is that like Sue Storm is like, well, we've all been public and didn't have secret identities for years. And he's like, you also live in a gigantic tower with a lot of security. I have a wife in a house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all of these things have been discussed. Move on to the helicarrier, which is the giant thing in the sky. That uh-huh. Shields yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shield endangers people by flying over New York, which is where it is right now. Six miles over New York, in fact. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Captain America meets with Maria Hill, who was Fury's second in command, is now in charge of Shield because Fury has been missing for quite some time. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so Nick Fury, head of the Shield, Shield, yeah. is missing at this point. Okay, so yeah, like. He- same, same reason like in the movies? For reasons he has fucked off and nobody's really sure why. Okay, okay. I'll, okay. I'm going to say that it's probably because he also wants a vacation like in the movies, but okay, that's fine. Because right now I want a vacation, so. Yeah. <laughs> so Maria Hill asks for Captain America's take and sure. predicts that correctly that it will split superheroes right down the middle and it will force them to go to war against each other uh, because Steve ain't dumb. He said the thing. Right. He said the title. Uh, Hill then asks who he thinks will not register and Cap says, well, mostly like street level heroes. So like your daredevils, your Luke cages. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Hill says, okay, so nobody you can't handle. Uh, to which Steve is like, say what now? And that's when Hill basically says she wants Cap to lead the Avengers. They will be the main police force against rogue superheroes that don't register. Uh, Yikes. Cap refuses, saying there's no way he's going to arrest people risking their lives for their country, to which Hill responds, and you'll love this one, you're the right guest for this show, that it's the will of the American people and he should obey. Oh, fuck that noise. Fuck that noise right into the sun. But okay, (laughs) sure. Even Grant Rogers is too good for this world and we do not deserve him. (laughs) that's, That's not... That's not how fucking America works, y'all. But okay, moving on. <laughs> so then Cap uh, retorts that superheroes need to be above politics, uh, the, above the politics of Washington, because who knows when Washington will start dictating who the supervillains are. Bing. And we yep. saw the last four years how that works out, friends. <laughs> exactly. And again, I really need to state, we do not deserve Stephen Grant Rogers. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hill then says, well, supervillains are just people in masks who do not follow the law. And as she says this, every S.H.I.E.L.D. agent surrounding Cap starts cocking their weapons. Oh, because that goes well, I'm sure. It's not going to go well. (laughs) Right. To which Cap says, damn you to hell for this, Hill. And she responds, damn you to hell for making me do this. And then Cap has a big fight, escapes from six miles up, mind you, by jumping off of the helicarrier onto a jet to which the pilot goes, <laughs> Jesus! And Cap says, just keep flying, son, and watch the potty mouth. <laughs> too good that's for some this Captain one. American shit. That's 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 sweet, what too pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our sweet, our sweet American hero cinnamon bun, Captain but America. But this is also why, as an aside, this is also why it is so funny, um it's a there's a nod to to him doing this in uh 
in the Captain America movie where he just jumps out of like Steve, Steve is always jumping out of things from very high up with no parachute. It's like a running gag. So uh-huh. that's why in the teaser trailer for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, when um when when Falcon does it, I lost my shit laughing because I was like, oh, I see where he got it from. Ah, uh, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he convinces the pilots to just fly off and basically help him escape. Uh, and then Hill watches and says she was just trying to save lives. That's how that scene ends. That's not, um, oh, okay. Yes. Sure. The homeboy jumped out of a fucking six mile up carrier. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. No, just fucking bail. So uh, then back at the Baxter building, the watcher appears. Who the so, fuck is that? All right. Um. Okay. So what, Okay. Well, hold on. Back at recall? the Baxter building. Baxter building is... Is where all of that's where all the superheroes where the have Fantastic gathered. Four and, kick it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I kind of get it. Okay, go ahead. So the Watcher is. Do you remember? Uh, gosh, what, it was Guardians of the Galaxy two, I believe. Do you remember Stanley's cameo in that? Yeah, giant headed dudes. The, giant headed dude. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the collect? Didn't the in the background the collector had one? Did he have one? I don't remember. I don't think he, you might be thinking of something else. But point being uh, is their job is literally to watch everything in the universe all the time. Like boy. that's their whole. They're kind of a unknowable cosmic accounting force, I guess. It's, they're kind of hard to explain, but like. They, they basically they're like they're like recorders um okay they, they observe okay they're, they're the watchers that's they watch right. so that's in case <laughs> so in case any superhero wants to go and fucking audit their taxes they can go hey watchers you know you know that you i pay a receipt I, I, from the gas station on december 15th 1979 yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> okay all right thank you for that yeah so he just kind of appears and he's giant giant like he's he's his head is is touching the ceiling and all of the superheroes that don't know who he is is like who the fuck is that and dr strange explains that uh he is a watcher and he only appears to record moments of great change and upheaval and that his presence is not a good sign. Uh, you definitely don't want them. You don't want them involved in your business. They should only be watching if they are coming to to like do get a front row seat. Yeah, if they're coming to get a front row seat, you are in the process of fucking up or about to fuck up. <laughs> okay, I'll so this should have been their first sign. Okay. It was not. They did not. They did not. They did, not, they did okay. not. Okay, see the signs. It did not open up their eyes. <laughs> Again, once again, fuck you, number two. <laughs> for call for instigating the ASA base protocol. Okay. <laughs> so back in Washington, DC, the president meets with his cabinet to discuss uh Captain America going AWOL. Uh, and this is where you also find out, just as a fun aside, that after having the pilot land the jet in a football field, he took the pilot out for burgers and fries because he's <laughs> Captain Fucking America. I Again, I'll I'll just keep repeating it. Do not deserve. Continue. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh, they, Sorry. So the cabinet discusses the controversy supporting the Registration Act, which at as of this moment uh, has is is going up for vote. It has not passed yet. Okay. Um. And what a problem, Captain America, not following this this brand new law is going to be. Sure. To which you find out that Tony Stark, Reed Richards, and Hank Pym, Ant Man, are in the room, and they basically tell the president to leave Captain America to them. Okay. 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 I get it. I get it. Okay. Over the course of the next 72 hours, uh, 15 villains are found basically beaten to shit and trussed up for shield, uh, agents to find. Um, looking at this, Maria Hill surmises that Captain America is no longer working alone. Okay. Uh, Reed Richards and Sue, 
discuss the inevitability of this happening. Sue seems more sympathetic to Captain America and asks about, um, you know, what a project is that Reed is working on that's just labeled Project 42. And Reed says he can't discuss it because it's classified. Okay, well, we all know where that comes from. Project 42 is just the meaning of the universe. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, And then Sue goes to visit her brother Johnny in the hospital who is still in a coma. Oh, poor Johnny being a prick. So Tony and Happy, who you may uh, remember Happy from the uh, Iron Man movies is kind of the right-hand man. Yeah, yeah, Um, okay. John Favreau. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, discussed that there have been 38 signatures, superhero signatures for registration once it passes. So uh, they're like, okay, so we have 38. The rest are most likely either with Captain America or leaving the country. Okay. Already telling you how many different faces and everything else are going to be on the pages yeah. of these books. Oh, fuck. I'm going to drink more bourbon. Okay, go on. <laughs> so uh, the Young Avengers are out and about. Now, who the fuck are the Young Avengers? <laughs> Yeah, lay up, help. <laughs> All right. So the young Avengers are the best. Um <laughs> I know Loki's and in there, right? Because Loki's you 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 not- told me or let for the fans out there. Yes. Um Leia decided to give me the background uh notes of Loki trying to find his best self and going on an Instagram level worthy um, walkabout. And, I tried uh, to describe the plot of uh, Journey into Adventure right before uh, Kieran Gillen's run on The Young Avengers. That was a trip. Um, wow. <laughs> I tried yeah. that. Yeah. It was I haven't read. I haven't read Kieran Gillen's run, by the way, but just because I not? love things. No, oh. but because I love things like Wicked in the Divine, I need to pick it up. It, oh, you'll, you will, you will love it so much. Uh, I, you will love it or your money back. Like that. That's my money back guarantee. It is maybe one of my favorites uh, of recent years. So Young Avengers at this point in time does not actually include Kid Kid Loki. Okay. Um, Young Avengers at this point in time uh, are Wiccan and Speed. Remember okay, I, I, know them. Them. I know them. I know them. I know them. I know them because I've yelled about them in your living room. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I, 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 WandaVision is a hell of a drug. I love it. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, we have, uh, we have Wiccan, we have Speed, we have, uh, Cassie Lang, otherwise known as Stature. We have, who the fuck um, is that? What does she do? She's Cassie Lang. You've, you've met her. She was in, she's the little girl in Ant-Man. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. She's, 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 um, she's, she's Scott Lang's daughter. Um, and she uh, ends up getting superpowers of her own, um, where she can get really big. Um, wait, really? Yes. She's yes. It, it's a whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's she gets fine. a hold of some pin particles, wacky shit ensues. Um, <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I don't think, let's see, we don't have America Chavez at that point. Um, we've got, we have, we don't, we do have Kate Bishop. Yes. Yep. Kate Bishop and Patriot are the last. And Patriot. Yes. That's who I was. Uh, Hulkling is a half scroll. You remember the scrolls? Yes. Um, they're the folks that can change, they can change their like body type and shit like that. Right. They were like being like genocided against someone. Someone was committing genocide against them. Right. Yeah. So it was basically Captain Marvel, uh, talked about the, the Kree and the Skrull war. Um, Yeah. And so Hulkling is half Skrull, half Kree. So he's, he's, he's the, 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 if Romeo and Juliet had a kid, he's that kid. Oh, how romantic. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Cool. 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 (laughs) 
Also, Wiccan's husband wife. Well, Wiccan's husband, because he he generally projects as male. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. They're in 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 the in the Gillen run, in the Kieran Gillen run, they're um they're like they're they're boyfriends. It's super cute. They're oh great. Um it's 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 really great. I'm glad there's Um, LGBTQ plus representation in Marvel. That's that makes me happy. The Young Avengers, Kieran Gillen's Young Avengers run is maybe the queerest superhero uh teen story you will ever read in your life. It's so good. That's awesome. Um okay, cool. Okay, so yes, the young that's that's who the young Avengers are. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me up to date. All right, cool. So they are captured by a shield group known Uh as Cape Killers, which are Shield has specifically designed Holy uh, shit. task forces with tranquilizer darts to take down superheroes. Okay, that's um, that, that escalated quickly, but all right. Oh, it escalates <laughs> even more because in order to get they get the others, but in order to get Patriot, they have to send in uh a, basically a gas bomb into the uh office building that he's in, destroying the entire first floor or a uh, top floor. Okay, so they kill a bunch of people. No. Because there's nobody else in there. It's just Patriot, but there's a mm. bunch of collateral damage. Mm, yeah, I was going to say, if we're going to get fucking spicy about a school building getting fucked up and 611 people dying, we should probably also be kind of fucked up about property damage in this world. But I mean, sure, whatever. Okay. One would think. <laughs> One would think. Uh, so as the uh, Young Avengers are loaded into this transport, uh, you find out that Cap and Falcon are undercover in the transport and they help the young avengers escape yeah uh, my boys all right yeah by having wiccan teleport them to coordinates that that they gave him um and they end up in the resistance's bunker which is an old shield bunker that only fury knew about is what cap says okay so with that uh tony appears at a press conference with the woman who spit in his face whose name we find out is miriam sharp um and spider-man who publicly unmasks says my name is peter parker i've been spider-man since i was 13 years old and he signs the registration act yikes Uh, watching television at the time jameson faints wait who who? j jonah jameson faints Wait. The the I want pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. That okay. guy. The, the editor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. The, the, they, the ending of Far From Home, the stinger from Far From Home. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just just a note that I like to put in there because they do make sure to show what the response of J. Jonah Jameson was to Peter Parker <laughs> revealing himself as Spider-Man, the man who has been working for JJJ for years and years. So. And listen, I don't want anything other than pictures of Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> that's I just I think that he might have a crush on him. And that's okay. <laughs> He might be interested in his, you know, <laughs> his sweet uh, Spider-Man licks, you know? So Stupid, sexy Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, super sexy Spider-Man. Exactly. All right. So the next three scenes uh, basically show people trying to recruit. Um, Reed uh, Richards goes to Wakanda and tries to recruit Black Panther. Yeah, motherfucking Black Panther. Who's like, no, American matters. This is Wakanda matters. Uh, I don't want that. Your American government doesn't want that, and I wouldn't be on your side anyway. Yeah, so Wakanda, for, uh, Wakanda forever. Fuck you. Wakanda yeah. forever. Uh, Hank Pym goes to recruit Doctor Strange, who basically, Doctor Strange doesn't even meet with him. He meets with Wong, who, <laughs> uh, who is like, uh, Doctor Strange left the country. He's, in fact, at his temple in the Arctic, um, going through a fast to hope uh, that you come to your senses. <laughs> 
Wow. That's some next level sass right there. Dr. Strange <laughs> is praying on it. <laughs> Holy shit. That's like some thoughts and prayer shit. He's, like he's I'm going to fast, for, I'm going to fast for you so that you'll come to your senses. That's the level of fucking sass that I hope to ascribe to when I grow up. Okay. <laughs> And Tony goes to Westchester to uh, Charles Xavier's mansion and meets with Emma Frost trying to recruit the X-Men. Oh, boy. She points out their history with what registration leads to and says the X-Men will be neutral in this. We will stay on the Sentinels since they're watching them 24-7. They've turned kind of Xavier's Institute into like almost a reservation. In fact, Emma calls it a reservation and says, yes, no, we'll stay in the reservation you've built for us and we'll stay out of your war but we're not going to fight on either side okay hold on josh leia do they stay uh, do they stay neutral do the x-men stay neutral yes you'll see i'm okay uh, all right all right, all right cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping that like i was hoping only <laughs> i was hoping that i could keep some allotment of the MCU universe over in a place where they won't interact with the storyline. It seems <laughs> like they won't. All right, go ahead. Uh, and then when Stark tries to push, this may be the longest explanation, and but Leia is a perfect person to do it. Emma asks where the Avengers were after the genocide in Genosha. Leia, help. Remember Genosha. Um, always remember Genosha. Always remember Genosha. So, oh boy, this is like a whole other podcast almost. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, you can give the TLDR version. Yeah, because... 500 words or less, please. So, uh, Genosha was a, uh, a settlement that was uh, created by, if I remember correctly, Magneto. Mm-hmm. Um, and Take me with you, Eric. Okay. Yes. And... <laughs> And it was destroyed real bad, real, real bad. And, okay, was uh, it like a was it like an ex was it like a mutant country or something like that? Yeah, for yeah. all intents and purposes. Okay, okay. So it was um, like it was like mutant Palestine. Yeah, oh, I was trying to think of like no. an allegory for that, and that was actually I wasn't going to go there, but yes. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, it that's got, bad. It got bombed yeah. real bad, and they yeah. kill all it, the chillins, all the little yeah. children. Oh no! It's, it's a yeah. it's it's not a good scene, and that. That's why uh, that's why you've seen me every once in a while whenever somebody <laughs> talks about Magneto being right. I follow it up with remember Genosha. Oh, um, fuck. Yeah. That makes me love fucking Magneto even more. Yeah, Holy Magneto was right. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because at building this, there was a whole thing about how eventually they'll come for us is what some factions kept saying. And, and the ideal of Charles's way was now we've we've removed ourselves. We've you know, we're doing our thing. And then they got bombed. Uh, so yeah. Okay. 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 All right. All right. I'm cool. I'm. I'm. I'm following now. Okay. All right. So because. So because Genosha happened, the X Men are like, "Hey, friends, we where tried. The we, fuck we tried were this. you? Okay. Where the fuck were you? Is really more where they're at. Yeah. Okay, where cool. Where were you when our children were dying? I think is was. I think it, is the line or is it is. The, it is the line that Emma says. Where were yeah. you when our children were? Actually, I think she says burning. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's much worse. Okay, remember, remember how I said uh, Mouse was the only uh, graphic (laughs) novel I ever. Okay, let's keep going. Let's just. All right. All right. So you see four 
nondescript dudes sitting in a in a diner in the next scene and then you realize that they are Captain America uh Daredevil Goliath who is kind of well he was in uh the second Ant-Man movie um yeah he was he was played by Morpheus uh wait wait who is this person Leia he could get uh, bit, oh sorry yeah he's uh so so it, as you recall from uh from Ant-Man and the Wasp he was played by uh Lawrence Fishburne um but he and he he used the code name Goliath uh that's who that is why he am I blanking to... on this I I love Lawrence Fishburne and I cannot picture this in my mind at all okay sorry all right I'm not gonna hold anything up I just I I will I will now equate this character with Lawrence fucking Fishburne okay got it the other the the fourth person at the table is Hercules oh stop who the what Yes, it's exactly what it sounds like on the tin. No, no. It's exactly what it sounds like on the tin. Fuck you. That's my first. <laughs> fuck you. That's three. We're at three. This, this happens We're... sometimes. Uh, no, they're Greek gods and they've and got Thor demigods? and they've got Loki. Man, what the Greeks can't get in on it? Yeah, Greek. but I like. I was accustomed to that. I was like, oh, the Norse gods. Yeah, that's cool. I'm I'm okay with that. Not yeah, like... they got some Greek gods in there too. Not all of them, just some of them. What? Yeah. Can you buy traits of this? Oh yeah. Hercules. Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh, okay. I would not call him a very popular character, but he does no. exist. Yeah, and he's an Avenger. I mean, like on and off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There are some real sea level heroes that have been Avengers. Okay. 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 And also okay. people you wouldn't expect, like Beast was an Avenger. Well, that's because Beast is incredible. Okay. So um, as they're sitting there and talking about why they're in makeup, it's because they have gotten a hold of Nick Fury and Nick Fury has set up new identities for all of them for basically oh, the resistance. That's really nice of him. Okay. So Fury's on the resistance's side. Okay. Good to know. All right. Uh, elsewhere, Johnny Storm wakes up from his coma. Oh. <laughs> so, right. so Tony lures Cap's resistance basically to a trap, basically to a... Uh, a, a, a building is on fire and so there might be people in trouble and Captain Cap's team, the whole resistance shows up, um, finds out too late that it's a Stark Industries building uh, and that it's a trap. Wait, okay, so Tony Burns, oh wait, he's a billionaire. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where the first face-to-face occurs of Iron Man's team and Cap's team. Okay. Uh, Tony offers Cap and his group amnesty if they just drop everything and join the registration. Oh, how sweet of him. Okay. Cap refuses, and like Tony, Tony asks for just five minutes to convince him and offers his hand in a handshake to basically be like, give me five minutes, handshake on it. Uh, Cap accepts the handshake, but palms a Nick Fury created tech scrambler onto Tony and basically shorts out all of his power armor. Oh, shit. Uh, and big fight ensues. <laughs> Wait, uh, so he shorts him out and then is like, everyone's like, ah, fuck you. Five minutes yes. of murder. Okay. Yes. Yep. yep. Five minutes of murders. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Maria Hill, who has been monitoring all this, uh-huh. um, says to release codename Lightning, and that is when Thor appears, okay. uh, fighting but on wait, behalf, more. fighting on behalf of the the pro registration people. On well, of Tony's well, side. Thor, Thor in. Yeah, so I'm going to pause, uh, and I'm going to say as a person for for the listeners, just so you know, friends, I'm really into old folklore and things along those lines. Um, 
Thor isn't really the brightest of people of gods, uh, even in the like old stories and the Eddas and stuff like that. So it makes sense that Thor would be like, yeah, sure, dudes, I'm going to go. I'll help you out. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, okay. Cool. None of that will help because you're just about to get really, really upset. Oh, okay, cool. I'm excited. <laughs> um, Cap is beaten down and Falcon uh, grabs him and calls for a retreat. Uh-huh. Uh, Goliath grows to like five story size to basically intercept Thor for, for a second to let everybody get away. Okay. Uh, he likes and, killing giants. So that makes sense. Right. And Thor blasts uh, a beam of lightning through Goliath's chest, uh, killing him instantly. Holy shit. Yep, yep, he did. Whoa! Thor then turns and goes to basically lightning strike and kill the rest of the resistance. And they are only saved because Sue Storm, who has been on the side, Tony Stark's side, covers them with an energy bubble uh, and absorbs the lightning and then Cloak teleports them away. Wait, hold on, time out. Sue Storm was- Invisible girl. Oh, invisible, yeah, okay, okay, okay. She's, and she's not, yeah, okay, cool. I, I'm sorry, I was starting to it's get right. confused it's because right. there's certain last names and things like that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, all right, all right, all right. And you know so who energy Cloak bubble, is? what's up? You know who Cloak is? There is Cloak and Dagger, our superhero team. Raya, help! <laughs> <laughs> I actually know very little about Cloak and Dagger, um, but they are a superhero team. That much I do know. He has a big-ass cloak, and he can teleport people. Fuck yeah. you. No! I no. Mike, Mike does not like capes. Uh, for everybody listening at home, Mike hates capes so much. He's yes. a Tremere with correspondence. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people aren't going to get that reference, but that's fine. So, now you know how I feel, listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a personal vendetta against capes because. I'm going to, I'm going to be real honest. If you're going to be saving the fucking world, because I don't know if you've ever worn a cape, they're actually rather clumsy. They're beautiful. They're beautiful and warm, but they're rather clumsy. If you're going out to help save the goddamn world, why the fuck are you wearing something that's literally a tripping hazard (laughs) or something that could get caught in an elevator or let alone an escalator? And we all know how, we all know how escalators could rip off your fucking toes and just kill you. (laughs) And it's just horrifying. All right, I'm sorry, continue. This bourbon is really starting to kick in. All right, let's go. (laughs) This kid is back on the fucking escalator again. (laughs) Okay, so uh, as all this happens and the the, uh, Caps team gets away, Reed approaches Thor and vocalizes a shutdown code to which Thor shuts down. Whoa, what? But he's not a machine. Or is he? Leia, (laughs) what? He's a machine? There's a Thor machine? It's not just it's not just a machine. It's a cloned cyborg Thor. What? So uh, remember how in remember how in in uh, Age of Ultron in in the film remember how Vision was created? Uh huh. It's like that kind Wait, of. So they did the but same thing for Thor. Of vibranium, like it, yes. Yes, Tony Stark uh, found Thor unavailable and right. was like, well, shit, I need this guy. I'll just make one. And had been sweeping the Avengers mansion for DNA for all of those heroes for years. Yep. Wow, that's some like creepy stalker shit. That's some yeah. Elon Musk bullshit. Yeah, that is some <laughs> Elon Musk bull- bullshit. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, so, that, so that's what that was. That wasn't Thor. That was cyborg right. clone Thor. Who just murked a dude. He sure did. Yes. Hank Pym looks at Reed and asks why Thor, quote, didn't have the directives you promised. Wait, what? Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, because he's upset because Thor just murdered a dude. Yeah. Um, and then Reed is ignoring Hank, goes to explain to Sue, like, no, this had to happen. Let me explain. And she just says, do not talk to me and walks away from her husband. And rightfully so, because he just murdered a dude. Yes. So back at Avengers Tower, Hank uh-huh. Pym is talking to Peter Parker and the Wasp uh-huh. um, about how he, uh, Tony, and Reed had cloned Thor and the parts that they couldn't fully clone, they made into basically a robot. Uh, and that there were supposed to be like protocols to make it act like the real Thor, including not killing. And apparently that didn't work. Yeah. You just marked a dude. Yeah. Peter Parker points out that this is not what any of them signed up for. And asks Hank Pym if they chose the right side. And rightfully so. Okay. Back at the resistance, there's a scene where people are wanting to leave to ask for amnesty because now they're killing people. Yeah. At Goliath's funeral that none of the resistance can be at, uh, Miriam Sharp uh, who, to remind you, is the widowed or is the the mother of one of the kids that died that spit in Tony Stark's face? Uh-huh. Basically, just reminds Tony that he's doing the right thing. Okay, hold on, Leia. Yes, I think I remember something about this. This person isn't a good person, is she? Well, she's just a mom whose kid has died. She did, isn't but it? isn't she like somebody else? Actually, no. Yeah. It, no, at no, no point just, in this story. She's just a mom. Really? Wow, that's some that's some like banality of evil shit. But what, okay, what you were thinking of perhaps is there's a scene in the film that kind of mirrors that with a uh, with a woman who uh, was talking about how her or her son died in Lagos. Yeah, in, yeah, in and Lagos isn't it like actually like Loki or something like that? Like, no, she's also just a woman whose son has died. Oh. Okay. Sometimes this just happens. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. For some reason, I keep thinking that there's like somebody that's actually in the background just like, which is, I would not fault you for thinking that because that often happens. But in this particular case, no, she is just a woman who is grieving and isn't making a good choice. Okay. All right. Let's, let's keep on rolling. All right. Also at the funeral, Reed looks over at where Peter Parker and Mary Jane are. um, And set it basically kind of says to i think it's to to hank pym next to him that uh peter's acting suspiciously well yeah he just saw a dude get murked by his side so i mean that makes sense right (laughs) that night uh sue leaves a note for reed uh and leaves him to join the resistance Um, and johnny goes with her um okay a little bit of extra creepy in this is the fact that she cooked him his favorite dinner and fucked him so he would be sleeping soundly when she left think of that what you will yeah (laughs) okay i mean that's mm, so with the the amount of weird that's happening sure so the next day tony and reed are discussing how many people they've lost and that it's more that they're getting from the defectors from Cap's side. So more people are leaving to Cap's side than are coming to their side. Uh-huh. So in order to make up for the numbers, yeah. they activate the newest iteration of the Thunderbolts, who are supervillains tagged in monitors with nanobots. This particular team of uh, Thunderbolts is Venom, Bullseye, Lady Deathstrike, Jack-O-Lantern, Songbird. What? So they basically, yeah, they make a suicide squad. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Okay. <laughs> From this point on, any villain that is caught can choose to either go to jail or to join the Thunderbolts instead. Of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peter tells Tony face-to-face that he's quitting, uh, and then a big fight ensues, and Peter escapes. Good for him. Good for Peter. I'm glad Peter came to his fucking senses. In response, the Thunderbolts are released to go get Peter. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. All right. So uh, bad, bad choice, Peter. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jack Leonard and Jester, who I'm not even going to. Yeah, I don't even want to fucking know. I don't want to know. They are D level villains. Uh-huh. There, yeah, uh, but they get the jump on Peter, and they're about to capture him, oh. and bullets go through both of their heads, killing them. Holy shit! Their heads. Yep. Uh, just before he passes out, Peter recognizes that he's just been saved by the Punisher. Oh, okay, yeah, the, yeah. The real Punisher, not the uh, not the flag that's on the the back of many pickup trucks in this area. Yeah, right. no, 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 no. Like actual Punisher, like right. motherfucker gonna punish Punisher. Yeah, okay, right. Cool. The one, the one that would actually look at police officers and say, "You should." follow captain america not me or your bad cops yeah exactly yeah yeah fact, because believe, like we live in a society of laws I, right. I believe he actually comes out and says that in uh in a somewhat recent run where he was like hey ding dongs yeah does, he does because they yeah. have a they have a punisher symbol on their cop car yeah so uh back at the resistance punisher uh who is not supposed to know where the resistance is <laughs> brings in a very beaten up peter and yells for a medic wait um, wait so he didn't he wasn't supposed there was to nothing there was nothing before this where the punisher was like in the background yeah. or like kind of around or maybe even a symbol was just spray painted on a wall nope just just appears out of the ether and i mean to be fair like that's pretty consistent with the character in the comics yeah. like he just knows shit and he can do shit okay. well, and the, the other thing is that superheroes do not like the punisher they're not hanging out with the punisher they do not like frank castle yeah he has like no friends okay okay i'm gonna drink some bourbon on that that's fine okay all good drink about it uh, so Punisher then says he's joining the resistance because the resistance doesn't employ murderers and villains. And he's yeah. been doing his own thing and been on the fence. But now, now there's villains on that other side. So he's joining up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fuck yeah, Frank. All right. And then a bunch of people are like, no, we don't need the Punisher. That's, that's not great. Uh, and the Punisher says, okay, but I can get you into the Baxter building where they have plans for all these sorts of things, including a prison where they're putting all of our friends. Oh, okay. So as as they talk you also see that tigra who is exactly what she sounds like she's she's somehow a superhero woman tiger i don't know much about her uh Leia? except her cell phone and i know about Tony. as much as josh does so okay okay <laughs> she, she yeah. looks kind of tigery right <laughs> i would i would figure <laughs> yeah she picks up her cell phone and, and uh, goes to a side area and calls tony to basically be a spy oh what the fuck tiger tigre lady <laughs> Uh, so Daredevil is arrested. Reed All begins right. to have like kind of doubts and he talks to She-Hulk, um, who is Jennifer Walters. She's wonderful. She's also a lawyer. Like, you know, like that's her job. She is green and very busty and a lawyer. Um, sure. but she insists that they're doing the right thing because she's on the side of the law. This is what the law of the land is. Oh, yeah. Daredevil is taken by Tony to what is identified as number 42 prison. So it is what the plans were earlier. Um, that is a prison in the negative zone, which it's, it's pretty much the same thing in Marvel and DC. It's it's not a great place. It's what? it's like a hell dimension. It's yeah. not really a place as much as it is just sort of a really, absence of a place. Yeah, it's 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 what? exactly like yeah, it's 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 a hell dimension of nothingness. It's it's like purgatory. Because the idea is if you escape from this prison in the negative zone and you're not using one of the portals back to reality, you're just in the negative zone. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll uh, allow it, I guess. But I didn't know that we were there were dimensions. Oh yeah. But okay. Oh yeah. There's a lot uh, of weird stuff. Tony keeps talking to uh, Daredevil, and the guard says that Daredevil hasn't spoken at all since he was arrested, and all he had on him was a silver dollar under his tongue, uh, which the guard hands to Tony, and as Tony's looking at it, Daredevil says, "Now you have thirty-one pieces of silver." 
Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. <laughs> Traded. Uh, Hank and Wasp uh, discuss the Fifty State Initiative, which is what they're going to be doing with all these superheroes that register, and that is assigning superheroes to each state. Wait, so you're going to gentrify states with superheroes? Well, you're going to assign superheroes to states. Yeah, let's be real. That's gentrification, okay? Nobody needs to be in Nebraska, okay? There's no crime there. Uh, so Reed and Tony talk about the situation and it's revealed that, uh, Reed has been talking to the president of the United States who has promised that once Johnny and Sue are brought in, they will not be arrested. Um, and that the president has given Tony 12 immunities to dole out as he sees fit once all of this is over. Okay. Seems, seems, seems pretty, uh, sus, but all right. Uh, Punisher breaks into the Baxter building with Captain America uh, on comms uh, and steals all the information on the prison. Hell yeah. Sue visits Namor. Well, what? Namor. Uh, we have not met him yet. Uh, he is the, I guess he's, is he? He's I can MCU never get this Aquaman. Straight. Well, yeah, he's he's the equivalent of Aquaman, um, but he, he is, he was the first mutant or? Yes. And no, because Apocalypse uh, <laughs> was the first mutant. But anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's the equivalent of Aquaman. He lives under the sea. He's kind of a whiny little bitch. Um, sometimes he's a villain. Sometimes he's not. He's he's he he's flip flops quite a bit. Okay, is there like a test that you have to take to become a villain? Like, is it like like you have to get like your licensure for villainry? <laughs> Like, well, like sometimes like, like, so he, he serves as a villain in some of the Black Panther comics. um, Because he has another country that Wakanda is always button heads with. Right. Because like Atlantis is like right nearby Wakanda. The coast of Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah. and, And so like. Yeah, so there's it's basically like uh Welcome to Marvel Geography. So there's like so there's like a UN problem with fucking Wakanda and Atlantis. <laughs> and, and, and Atlantis, basically. And Latveria that and Latveria. Dr. Do owns, but that, that doesn't come up in this whole thing. I no. don't know. Shut the stop. 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 <laughs> stop. We're breaking him. Okay. So anyway. All right. So people so superheroes own country. I mean, I knew I knew that like Black Panther had Wakanda and he was the king of wakanda and all that stuff that's cool that's fine i'm fine with that but like there's other superhero like superhero based countries yeah yeah Yeah, latveria is like dr doom's uh place where he toots as he pleases yes he is a dictator of of latveria yeah (laughs) um (laughs) okay Doctor Doom, and, the guy who's yeah, the, who the only thing I know about him says that he do, does he pleases. That's yeah, the only thing I know. And he was an engineer, right? Yes, yes, yes. Aerospace engineer. <laughs> he runs a country. He runs a country and toots as he pleases. Probably like, not know. well. <laughs> I'm assuming not well since he's a villain. He's 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 uh he's very doomy. Um, and then there's Mad Rapport, and then there's. Yeah, there's there's actually quite a bit of fictional. Uh, no, don't tell me that. Don't just don't don't. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Point being, it it does not exist. Um, right. uh, <laughs> and okay. also, Namor has been has been sniffing around Sue for a long time, even though she's married. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's, that's okay. something that's important to remember is that even though uh, even though Namor doesn't look like it, he like he has a huge boner for Sue Storm. Like you can okay. see it from space. Okay, okay. Like a Mister Potato Head level boner. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, Sue visits Namor to ask for Atlantis to join the Resistance, and not only does he refuse, but he's like, "How dare they send you just because they know that I have a." thing for you uh back at the resistance they're planning the assault 
on the number 42 prison. Okay. Uh, during this, uh, Diamondback, who do, I don't even I don't even know who that is, but they're a superhero of some sort, uh, <laughs> brings out two villains that I also don't know, Goldbug and the Plunderer, who basically say they want to join the resistance because they want to level the playing field. Like the other side is taking on villains, uh, but we don't agree with that side, so we'll join your side. Okay. Before they can finish that sentence, the Punisher immediately executes them. <laughs> like the scene is two uzis in his hands both smoking and the remains of what were those two villains <laughs> uh all right that leads to a fight between him and captain america as captain america starts immediately beating the shit out of him of course yeah uh but while captain uh, america is beating the shit out of him punisher refuses to fight back and cap says fight me and punisher basically says no not you um what the, so captain the punisher america, really yeah. really respects captain america um he is maybe the only person that the yeah. punisher respects and the punisher will not fight captain america he will fight anybody else on the fucking planet right but to he the loves Steve. He yeah, loves Steve death. just like we all should because Stephen Grant Rogers is a fucking treasure. <laughs> okay. <Continue>. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, all right. So all the right. Punisher is kicked out of the resistance and um, somebody kind of says out loud, I think it's Patriot, uh, man, why wouldn't the Punisher fight Cap? And Spider-Man says he probably could, wouldn't fight Cap because, quote, same guy, different war, end quote. Yeah. Okay. That's because Punisher fuck. was in Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To which Cap says that they're nothing alike and that uh, Frank is insane. Mm. Yeah. Captain America does not reciprocate uh, the, the, uh, the admire, uh, the, the admiration and respect that uh, Frank has for him. Mm. So the big yeah. invasion of the prison happens and Tony's team is already there because Tigra. Yeah. Uh, however, Cap reveals that he knew about Tigra spying and had his own spy, at which point Hank Pym kind of walks forward and everyone's like, but you were one of the founding members of this whole thing. And then it's revealed that it was Hulkling, uh, who is part Skrull, posing as Hank Pym and that Hank Pym's been knocked out and basically been captured months ago. Uh, the other thing about Hulkling taking over Hank Pym is that Pym had access to all of the cells in the prison. And so right before Cap and his team showed up uh hulkling had opened all of the cells so all of the heroes that had been captured in the prison are now loose and and join the resistance okay things aren't uh, looking so good for them folks on the side of the law big <laughs> ass fight big yeah. ass fight yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point cloak teleports everyone both sides to new york city just right oh, into the middle no. of, of the city oh uh, no. way more fighting uh the thunderbolts capture captain america uh and, and are about to basically drag him out, like to to you know be arrested. When Namor and his Atlantis army arrive and fight on behalf of the resistance, um, sweet sweet Namor. <laughs> uh, Clone Thor also arrives. Does he has, start immediately killing dudes? <laughs> but has been quote unquote fixed, so he's not killing anyone. Oh, uh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> we had to run a little debug on him. He's all right now. Yeah, yeah, a little defrag. He's all right. He's okay. We put him. We put a new. Uh, oh, oh, cleared all his cookies. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> cleared his backs. His history. He's fine. He's fine. Okay. Taskmaster, who you would know who that was if you played the fucking Avengers game that I bought for you and uh, Meredith. Don't uh, worry, he's what? coming in Black Widow. He's coming in Black Widow, and you will learn about him then. Okay. Because I Taskmaster, will tell you. Yeah. 
Who is Taskmaster, Leia? <laughs> so ta- Taskmaster is uh his his whole thing is that he can replicate anybody's fighting style if he watch if he sees them them do it once. So like he is able to fight uh you know using the style of Captain America or using the style of Black Widow or using the style of uh you know Iron Man or whoever it is. Like that's just his his thing. He can immediately uh copy your fighting style and use it against you. This was used to greatest effect in the second season of Heroes, and it was one of the highlights. Because that was somebody's like hero ability was basically muscle memory. And she yeah. watched a wrestling match with Rey Mysterio doing a 619 and then could just do it. I forgot that happened, but yes, that did happen. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So um Taskmaster, who this is goes to shoot Sue Storm, mm-hmm. Reed stretches his body to block it and is shot instead. Uh Sue is very mad and uses her force field to flatten Taskmaster. Not killing him, just comically in the in the ground oh okay i was gonna say because like any other if that happened to a human being they would die right uh <laughs> meanwhile hercules faces off against clone thor oh as fuck a whole, you as a whole, <laughs> has a whole speech about what a real god is and that thor is a real god but this this uh facsimile in front of him is no god and bashes its skull in oh, thou sick. art no thor there though there yeah thou art, art no thor uh cap and tony fight this is very relevant they they did this very close in the movie where it's just okay. them one-on-one and okay. tony's mask is all broken and yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. cap is standing above with the shield and he's like basically saying finish it um and that's when steve is tackled by like a half dozen new york citizens and it seems like but we're trying to do this for you and that's when the citizens point out all of the devastation and destruction that they have done to new york city yeah. in their fight okay that's hey, what i was I hoping was for <laughs> yeah okay so new york's yeah so new york is saved by new york people okay cool cool, cool. <laughs> steve seeing the destruction drops his shield and surrenders to a policeman basically holds out his his hands and is like arrest me uh he is arrested and he tells everyone else to stand out uh, god damn it steve uh the last part of it is that the initiative occurs as planned. There are heroes sent to all 50 states that are assigned. Um, there are uh, Cap's uh, Secret Avengers, which are, are like a handful of the people that were in the resistance, um, stay underground, uh, refuse to sign. That includes mostly like Luke Cage and Spider-Man are the big two that I can remember from that. Um, Cap awaits trial. Sue comes home to read and Tony is made director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ew. And... <laughs> of storyline wait that's it that's the whole fucking thing story there's a lot of stuff that comes out of it to be sure um as we had explained to you uh back in 2016 (laughs) sitting at that table at imperial oak um there are time bullets there were time bullets fuck you stop stop (laughs) i remember stop and Stop. That, ladies and gentlemen and, and non-binary pals is how we got the cover image for this very podcast because we took the photo as we were telling him about time bullets. Right. <laughs> but Mike, uh, now you've uh, you've been through Civil War front twice, to back. Twice. <laughs> well, this one much better researched. I mean, I blacked out the first time. I might as well try to black out the second time, but okay. Um, 
All right, all right, all right. So I got I got some serious fucking questions though. Let's yes. go. Okay. Does do, is there like a comic book series where fucking Captain America is on trial? Yes. No. Well, yes, but the immediate aftermath of this is that he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? He is he is in fact yeah. executed on the steps going up into the courthouse. Holy shit. Yeah, and that's that's how you get the time bullets. Um, but yeah, that's oh, that's man. why so that's actually to be to be more clear, that is actually how you get Bucky Captain. Yeah. Oh. So Bucky Barnes becomes Captain America for a while while Steve is like out of commission. Um because he got then, murdered. Yeah, yes. and then that that's a whole thing. And and Bucky Cap is also a treasure and a delight because James Buchanan. Barnes is also a perfect precious angel. Um, I'm a little biased. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know you are, but that's fine. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you get you get a little bit of Captain America not being Captain America for a while as a result of Civil War. Okay, okay, and that's kind um, of what they did a little bit in the films as well, I guess. Yeah, they kind of did that with like Cap being like, "I'm dark Cap now. I wear baseball yeah. hats that are black, <laughs> and I wear black because I'm so broody now." Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like calm down. Oh God! Yeah. I was yeah. very upset uh, when they did that in the uh, in the in the movie, even though I knew it wasn't real. I was still mad. <laughs> All right, I have finished my glass of bourbon. Any okay. other questions? Uh, yes. Um, why? 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 Why did um? I don't know. Why is Tony a piece of shit? I don't know. Um, so. so- you need to also understand uh, what I didn't say before is that I did say that Civil War is seven issues. That's the main story. If you want to know every piece of what happened with everybody in the universe, there are 117 issues to read. Uh, yeah, no, I'm yeah. not that interested. Yeah, the, the, so Civil War was kind of, if, if I remember correctly, and, and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, I, Civil War was the first thing, at least that I can remember, that not only was there this main comic story arc that involved like literally dozens of characters, but also uh, there were several other side arcs focusing exclusively on certain characters and like what they were doing at this time. Um, right. And yep. so like, it was kind of a, like, if you, you know, if you want to read the main plot, you can, but also like, don't forget to buy this, 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 and this so that, you know, you've got the full picture, you know, and you've got all of these essentially spinoffs um, right. or, or side stories. Um, and so it's actually quite large. <laughs> So um, there are spinoffs of um, Spider-Man specifically to know why Peter revealed himself, why he turned like, basically it's like additional material to kind of fill out the story. Like, I I really like this character, but I want to know what they were doing. Like Wolverine has his own, isn't really involved because it's, he's in X-Men, but speaking speaking of which, yeah. Speaking of which you said that X-Men were fucking involved in this and y'all didn't fucking bring them up again. So hold on. I'll let you finish Josh, but then we need to talk about that well no they had their own series throughout this as well as did Uh, x factor so what the fuck is x factor it's a whole other x-men team like there are several different mutants yeah much Um, much like much like the avengers and how they have like there's you know the avengers there's the east coast of or the west coast avengers there's the great lakes avengers there's you know the thunderbolts blah 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 blah. the x-men also have like little subgroups of x-men as well okay 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 i'm gonna stop you right there leia there's a great lakes avengers there sure is. It's headed that's by where Squirrel Girl is. Yeah, that's where Squirrel Girl is. What? What? Really? There's yes. there's multiple teams of Avengers, and there's 
one that's for the Midwest. That makes me that makes me so happy. I don't yeah. know. Like I didn't know and, that was. And a thing. we get Squirrel Girl, so that should make you extra happy because Squirrel I, Girl. I is... don't know who the fuck Squirrel Girl is. She <gasps> is okay. a girl. I got stuff to Doreen, I got stuff to show you <laughs> with a gigantic tail. That her power is she has the powers of a squirrel and she could talk to squirrels. <laughs> She can amazing. also defeat Thanos. Yes, she's defeated most of the major villains that has taken large teams to defeat because she's amazing. She is the greatest Wait. in joke in Marvel. Yeah. What? And what? She's actually a really good character. Yeah. Um, I did not start getting into Squirrel Girl until the past couple of years, but she's actually it's... a really, really good character. Like it was, I, I feel like she was originally kind of a joke, but they they made her cool. And... Doesn't she hang out more so on like the um Deadpool side of Marvel? Uh. I, I mean, like I know she, they've had team ups. Yeah, they've had team ups, but like I know, uh, God, when was, she was most recently with like what Ms. Marvel? Yeah, and yeah, Ms. Marvel, Miles Morales. Thank you. Um, yeah, that whole team, like, like the, basically the kid, the the new kids, all I'm have cool their that. own team. That's yeah. cool. That's it's cool. it's pretty awesome. And actually, there's some stuff on Disney Plus. Um, oh, I can't remember the the, the name of it off the top of my head. That has all of those characters because it also has uh, American. America Chavez, who uh, we do not. My deserve. personal, my personal favorite as well. Uh, America Chavez is just amazing. Yeah. Anyway, um, the the big, the only big like kind of secondary comic book series to this that I would ever really recommend um, is called Frontline, and it is everything that is happening during Civil War as reported by human reporters in the Daily Bugle. So it's like following reporters trying to investigate and report on what is happening with all of this bullshit. Ooh, that's kind of cool. I like mm-hmm. that idea. That was a pretty cool storyline. Yeah, I bet that is because it's kind of like piecing together the actual storyline from humans. Right. Well, view. yes, it's also showing like the, the mere mortal you know, uh, view of what, what happened. See, and this would be a perfect point to have Hawkeye show up and be like, I don't know. Hawkeye supposedly did. Is he dead during this or is he just retired? Because he shows up later. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, he, right. he Hold on. Not- okay. 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 Speaking of which, okay, let's get to the point. What the fuck happened to the X-Men during this time? Other than so the, like, other than the fact that they were like, where were you when Genoa was burning? Like that kind of thing. Right? <laughs> they have their completely separate own line during uh civil war where it's what's going on with the x-men basically uh-huh um and it's um that beast is basically very subtly working for uh cap side uh-huh. and bishop is working for tony's side oh, so okay. like it's a whole it's a whole thing but all the other x-men are basically like yeah no this is this is very much not our fight okay okay so it's like a proxy it's kind of like a proxy war but not really right Meanwhile, the only thing that Wolverine is doing during all of this is that Nitro, the guy that exploded all the way back in the beginning, uh-huh. obviously if his power is to explode, he can reform himself and he disappeared. So Wolverine's entire story is hunting him down during Ooh. all of Civil War. Okay. And being which like, is why you Wolverine, did this. Right. Which is why Wolverine isn't involved at all because he used to be an Avenger and he used to be all the other things. And he's usually in every fucking book at this point in 2006. Well, just like he was in every goddamn film for since 2006. So it's fine. Right. Um, you know, it's just okay. Um, well, um, I hate you both. Um <laughs> Wait, are are we done with your questions? I I no, I'm sure there's more. Hold on. Um uh I just wanted to say that. I really didn't want to end it. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to establish that fact that I'm I that you did this to me not once but twice. 
this and... one with eight and a half pages of notes. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you did research to ruin my life is um, fucking golden. Okay. 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 All right. Would okay, so I have some questions as a non comic book viewer, and I'm going to ask you both them this question. Okay, all right, would you recommend this to people that don't know anything about comic books? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, my original thought back in 2016 was, yeah, absolutely. And reading through this, there are some good parts of this, but I think it falls apart about halfway through once you start um, having characters do things that they wouldn't typically do. Like you have to vilify certain people. And my problem in, in that case is once you go to a certain level, um, you can't come back from that. Okay. You know, um, okay. Technically, Hank Pym, Reed Richards, and Tony Stark are all responsible for the death of Goliath. Goliath. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They, they created a thing. They couldn't control it. I don't care who built the gun. You know, they 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 built the gun and and it didn't have proper safeties on it. Um, they are responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Clone Thor is a weapon that they released, and then uh, at that point, what do you do without a major redemption arc, which they don't have? They killed people. Yeah, like okay. they're they are no longer superheroes. Yeah. They no longer follow those ideals. As the Punisher brings very close, like if you want to be the Punisher, sure, that's that's that type of superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Goliath, like one- yeah. Oh, God. I was saying, Goliath was a good dude doing good things. He was not a villain. He was not, you know, he was technically breaking the law, but it's like jaywalking is a law, you know? Sure. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, no, one uh, one, one thing, uh, the you know, piece of criticism that gets leveled uh, at Civil War quite a bit, which I feel is deserved, is that a lot of people are acting wildly out of character. Um, And as Josh just said, you know, people are kind of doing stuff that they really wouldn't do and or can't be redeemed from mm-hmm. so like a lot of it is just kind of um even though it, civil war definitely had an impact in as much as that it spun out like a billion really important plot lines that came after that okay um and and actions and things that that took place as a direct result of things that took place in civil war but i feel like the character development in it is, con- is considered non-canon if that makes sense okay right well sure. from, so from like the, it, from the beginning maria hill's actions this this Maria Hill is not like any Maria Hill I've read in any other comic book. Ever. Right. Okay. Yeah. And she's kind of a main catalyst because the shield portion of it kind of pushes everything along. But for some reason, once Nick Fury disappears, Maria Hill's like, okay, well, I'm gonna be a fucking dictator. Like it gets bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So 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 for people that have never read this comic book, it's kind of not a good place. If you're if you're just starting to get into comic books, this isn't a good place to start. This isn't Correct. a good place to be. Okay. Cool. I would not ever throw this. Civil War story arc at someone who had little to no knowledge of comics and then like totally check this out dude like no I'm just setting them up for failure at that point (laughs) okay that's really good to know because people like me probably wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for me to if I all of a sudden because of your madness uh, both of you decided that you sparked some weird spark in me to go oh I'm gonna go buy comic books this is obviously not where I would start okay cool I would um for beginners I would okay not for beginners cool right I would find something as I tout my other show but I would find something that you like in media and um try to find something that fits with that Civil War, even the Civil War movie, does not fit with this storyline. Um, yeah, obviously, because I've obviously, seen that, and this but, is not yeah, what happened. No, no, not at all. Um, and in fact, Civil War, the movie, uh, going back to that conversation in 2016, that's what Leia and I were worried about, was yeah. this comic book storyline and where the MCU had gone up until then, and we knew Civil War was coming, and 
who are they going to make completely unreasonable and way out of character? And they actually found a way in that movie to make it um, acceptable. Like Tony does stuff, but you know why he does stuff. And actually, yeah. uh, and actually Iron Man 3 is a perfect launching off point to see why he does that stuff. Yep. Um, yep. And people give shit to Iron Man 3, but I think Iron Man 3 is a great look into Tony's mind to understand why things happened later that, that did, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, as a person who didn't fucking who didn't know shit about comic books and watched that film uh, after watching the majority of the MCU at that point, I was like, oh, I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. I'm always on, you know, like I'm on right. cap side in this, but I totally fucking understand why he's like, no, we can't kill an entire fucking countries just demolish an entire fucking country for fucking whatever bullshit that's going to fall out of the sky like i get that like i get that trauma i get that fucking like and that's what makes me appreciate tony um in the mcu it's not what makes me appreciate him in the comic books and there are there are much better representations of him in the comics especially when they lean into tony at his core is is what's referred to as a futurist so at any given moment he's running scenarios for what the next few moments will will happen and what will happen after that and it, it, life life and reality are a chess game to him and so as moves happen he's looking at the most likely scenario for where it's going to move next and he's trying to either divert the flow towards a more positive outcome or um or prepare for things that are inevitable um and that that really came after civil war as okay. almost a a response to how out of character he was in this okay. so yeah. retroactively they were trying to say like well he kind of saw how the tides were going and he had to go with the flow in order and and they do it better in the movie because he says we need to sign this now and we need to ratify it later down the road once we've proven you know our our value will have more stakes because that the the um, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man is a futurist Iron Man. He's always looking at the angles and where things are going to go. Okay. Okay. Um, so here's, okay. So there's the, we're establishing that fact and we've kind of discussed this and thank you both from your ideas of what, what is going on. So now uh, I have a question for both of you. Um, uh, Le- I'm going to start with Leia. Um, yeah. Leia, um, what is the most absurd fucking nonsense that you consider absurd fucking nonsense in civil war that you look at and point at and go, this is why this is bad. Like, this is why, like, even if it like helped out storylines later on down the road, even if it fucking did it, even if it fucking sucked your dick and did your taxes, (laughs) what do you look at in civil war and go, that's so wild and ridiculous. Um, so that. probably for me, um, my, my side beef is that, um, Black Widow is on the side of the Registration Act. Why is that important? It's not. She shouldn't be there. <laughs> okay. Why? Why? <laughs> Um, you know, again, it goes, it goes to, uh, it, it, it goes to, um, people acting wildly out of character and, um, you know, Natasha is, is a, is a complex character in as much as, you know, she's, she's very, she's very secretive, but she had, she had a traumatic upbringing and, um, spent a lot of time, um, you know, working for the bad guys essentially, you know, and, and so, um, part of the reason that she joins up with the Avengers is to, because she wants, she wants to, to to be good, to do, to do good. And, um, um, she's also somebody who's been subjected to a lot of mind control and brainwashing over the course of her life, like over and over and over again. And so, 
so to me, as somebody who's a fan of that character, it makes little sense that she would be on the side of not necessarily mind control and brainwashing, but like authoritarian, um, like micromanagement. Uh-huh. It, it, it really makes very little sense. As, as, a, as And it just it just kind of gr- like grated at me while I was reading it because it was it was a case of where I was like, she, she wouldn't do that, though. She, she wouldn't do that. <laughs> Um, in terms of sheer ridiculousness, um, like the, the wacky, one of the wackiest things, um, I think it would be a tie, gosh, a tie between, I I still am not over clone Thor, to be honest. I had completely erased clone Thor from my, my brain (laughs) meat until don't worry. I have too with this bourbon with, 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 with with rereading everything. And I was like, Oh God, that's yeah, that did happen. Didn't it? Oh God, that was so bad. Um, (laughs) cause it was just, it was totally out of the blue. It was completely unethical. Um, it it wasn't just a clone, but it was a cyborg clone, which made it worse. Um, (laughs) also like, okay. I don't know if you know, where is Thor during all of this? He's uh, there's a whole, uh, thing happening in his comics for Asgard. Um, much much the same as the hulk isn't in this and uh in fact, Hulk is has been removed at this point uh, off planet. He has actually been shot off planet, but we'll get to that later in this uh, later in the season with our World War Hulk episode. Oh, um, God. Okay. Uh, but same reason that they had to remove them in in Civil War, the MCU movie. You know, you got Thor and you got Hulk. That's a whole lot. It's a whole lot to have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Basically, he they they were removed as players on the board because otherwise it would be over very quickly, and they wanted to make this a storyline that was uh, that was epic and not uh, three pages of people just getting the shit kicked out of them and be like the end credits roll. Right. <laughs> Okay, okay. Clone Thor is probably across the board my worst part of this because I would imagine that Tony Stark is the kind of asshole to hold on to his friend's DNA. Step one. <laughs> That's a little creepy. I'm I, not going to lie. Like, yeah. I do believe that Tony Stark might be, at least this Tony Stark, might be the kind of asshole to clone a ro- a, a, a half robot, a, a copy of his friends to win this. I do not believe that Hank Pym and Reed Richards would go along with it, mm-hmm. um, especially as Leia brought up the the ethical part of it. Um, Hank would have an issue with. Yeah, it. like H- Hank is Hank is a sci- like a pure scientist. Like he's not <laughs> right. Uh, Reed Reed has problems with ethics, um, <laughs> which sure is does. why which is why he's better when Sue's around. But Hank would be at least, and I mean Tony too. As they start going into it, he'd suddenly be like, eh, I don't know the ethics on this because Tony Stark has some ethics. He doesn't have a lot of them, but he has some. Reed has not, and and okay. again, why why I'm not a big fan of that character. Okay, okay. So like, well, what is the most wild bullshit josh that you think is it is it the is it the the cloning thousand percent clone thor (laughs) okay clone thor well and also i guess peter ever being convinced to take off his mask Um, yeah Yeah. peter parker ever endangering because the ramifications of this will also be uh discussed later on this season as we get into um one more day which is a direct result of this bullshit in in peter parker's life i'm gonna take five minutes and i'm gonna or not even five minutes i'm gonna take five seconds and and probably say one peter gets uh one of his loved ones also gets marked because of this yep okay Mm -hmm. cool uh i figured um which would then trigger all of his trauma from uncle good old uncle ben dying yep Mm -hmm. okay and then uh i'm assuming that like makes him either become like either a villain or uh like go into like some sort of weird spiral weird spiral absolutely that ends with that would definitely qualify as a weird spiral yes yeah yeah 
Yeah, which we will get into as we do our pocket of the season that will be three of the worst Spider-Man stories ever made. I, I'm so glad I don't have to fucking deal with that. No, nope. I, I you give, sure don't. I, glad, I am so glad I give this mantle to the next guest who has to fucking deal with your you both of yours fucking bullshit madness um okay is there uh uh, jen is there any you've had to listen to all of this madness (laughs) any any thoughts on civil war uh all i have to say is i'm glad i really wasn't paying attention at the imperial oak Two, I'm glad I saw the movie and not read this comic. Same. And three, uh, I am totally with you, Mike. And this is usually my stance on uh, on our other show. Is like, why? How is this allowed to be a thing? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't. Because, like, what I know about the MCU, a lot of this stuff just seems wildly out of character. And it is. Okay, cool, cool. I'm glad I'm, like, follow. Like, I'm glad that even me as a novice to the world of comics and someone who doesn't fucking read comics and all that stuff, I can, can, it was so wildly out of character that even someone like me who just kind of knows the, like, the world from just kind of being around Leia and you. <laughs> I, was, I was about um, to say, yes, right. every time Mike is exposed to me, he learns more whether he wants to or not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, that makes it so that it was so wildly out of character that even me kind of goes, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. That's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I think... I think that's all I got. I think all right. that's all I got. Yeah. So did we do a, a ample job explaining everything to you more than you wanted to know? Um, I think <laughs> both of you do get the goal. I as as an educator, I will give you both the gold star. Um that you ex- both both of you explain something very nice. Um, and I appreciate it and I fucking hate both of you for it because <laughs> holy shit, why do you people read these things? What the fuck? It's like a goddamn soap opera of fucking capes like yes jesus <laughs> yeah christ it's, it's uh it's a disease uh <laughs> yeah yeah there is no cure um <laughs> so as we uh as we have said uh this has been the first edition of rec conversations and <laughs> thank you mike for and jen for coming in and gracing us you're uh, not welcome <laughs> <laughs> uh to let people know what our next shows are going to be for this possibly only season, we'll see uh, exactly how much uh, how much how much torture take. you can do to these people, you <laughs> fucking weirdos. Uh, our next episode in two weeks, uh, because we will alternate between graphically novel and rec conversations uh, for releases. Our next uh, episode will be House of M. Which is actually going to kind of be a double episode. We're going to do a graphically novel on it and a ret conversations. Um, because on the graphically novel side, we'll be talking about WandaVision. Um, yeah. Discussing a little bit of House of M on how there's a lot of ties there. And then Leia and I will break down House of M itself um, in its entirety. Uh, after that, we will start on our three Spider-Man series, of which we will do <laughs> the 1990s Clone Saga. 
sins past <laughs> in one more day. Great. After that, cool. we will have um, Mike's wonderful, lovely wife, Meredith, on yeah. for Death of Superman. Oh, great. I'm glad that she gets to witness one of these bullshit things. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Uh, after that, we will be doing World War Hulk. Then back to the X-Men universe with House of X, Powers of X. After that... We will be doing the newest incarnation of Secret Wars. And finally, Mike will be back with us for the finale as we do Civil War 2. Oh, I can't believe there's a second one. I can't fuck. Fuck. I can't. You and me I, both, buddy. You and uh, me both. <laughs> uh, I can't. Why did I sign up for this fucking bullshit? This is, uh, this is great. I love it, though. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that y'all are doing this to reality. I'm glad that you are... <laughs> Just there wasn't enough in 2020. You have to just keep it going. You just... <laughs> so, Mike, uh, do you want to do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, Little Twin Publishing? Sure. Um, hi, folks. Uh, if you are interested in uh, role playing tabletop games, you can find more information about what I do um, at www.mftomasek. Again, that's www.mftomasek.com. That's my website for both my personal stuff. I'm a freelance writer, game writer, and developer. Um, and then, of course, for Little Twin Publishing, which is my publishing house um, that is coming out with its first role-playing tabletop game called Sunset. Um, we just put out the cover um, from my wife, Meredith, who put made the art for it. It was really fucking incredible. Um, it is a game about uh, fighting against death. It's a hope punk horror game, fighting against death and trying to live your best life for what little left you have. Um, uh, if you want to find more information about what I'm doing, you can either check out my website, of course, or you can go to Little Twin Publishing on Facebook. And it is, we got a sweet little page. I try to put stuff on it. Uh, once at least once a week if not twice so uh i am very very happy to be here on graph on unread conversations not graphically novel for a conversation it's a graphically and, novel production i'm so fucking tired <laughs> um this is this is he's had a lot of bourbon folks i i should have drank more um and uh that's the only i all i can tell the the to guests on this show going forward please drink it's the only way to survive um but thank you but yeah so that's just a little bit about me all right awesome um well uh the the other part that i want to say is that our theme song was done by the wonderful jared adam uh who is a member of vandello who we have a very close relationship with they did the theme song to our graphically novel but and our um, lovely lovely people and and Yay. our wonderful people uh, but when I approached him and said, hey, I'm doing this show called Rec Conversations, and for some reason an Elvis parody popped into my head, uh, he was like, awesome, I'll do it. Let's do this. Uh, uh. So it is it is his wonderful voice that brings you in uh, to our show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess we'll see you next or in two weeks when we do House of M. I guess. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I tried to make it stop. I tried to make them stop. <laughs> we'll do our best. We will do our best. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see Thank you. Thank you, bit. everybody. Bye. <laughs> A little wreck conversation, some deep reactions, please. 
all this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Bettendillo 2021.